0: Alhamdulillah. لله، is لله العزيز الأكبر، لا راد لما قضاه ولا دافع لما قدر. أشهد The Lord is the Lord. Placed us in a time and place where the prospect of Islam spreading is very high. Although some of you may say and assume that you're talking crazy but there's probably no better time in our very short history in the U.S. to promote Islam and Islamic values to mainstream. At this point of time Muslims must learn about their deen and they must promote their deen in normal conversations and, whenever there's an occasion for them to speak officially or publicly, those of us who are into writing should write, and those of us who are into presenting should present. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has informed us, ummatin ukhrijat nas." You are the best of people. You have been brought out for people minnas for people in general. When the Muslims made hijrah to Abyssinia, what is now Ethiopia, they promoted the Islamic values within the mainstream Abyssinian community through their behavior, through their trade, and through normal conversation, they were given asylum and they were able to worship Allah the way that they worshiped Allah. Afterwards, when the Prophet recalled them to Medina, they came back to Medina, most of them. So we see in this example that the role of a Muslim can sometimes be defined in these terms that we must promote Islamic values. Today in this culture and in this environment you have the so-called Me Too movement where women are coming out and saying they've been abused which is quite hypocritical and ironic when you come to think when you come to think about it but never mind that's not the issue the issue is that if we talk about the muslim values that the quran gives us in terms of gender relationship then i dare say most of these issues would be resolved if mainstream applies the behaviour and the code of behaviour that the Quran presents. Say, O oh Muhammad sallallahu alayhi say, tell people when the Quran uses the word kun to the Prophet وسلم, it means that you must endorse this as a regular practice that you must inform believers that they should lower their gaze a little. Then in the next ayah Allah says was, <laughs> And then tell Muslim women also that they should lower their gazes. So now you look into this con- environment in corporate America or in college America or in your ordinary workplace where you go and you observe this rule that you're going to lower your gaze where in the world will the Me Too movement gain momentum because you're not there to flirt you're not there to reel in women you are following a prescription that the Quran says is much purer for you. Much healthier for you. Much better for you. So now in our conversation with the people, we should bring this out. That we have a formula that can help you become better in your society. And that formula is through revelation. is not through anyone's understanding or reasoning. It is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should mention this. And we should mention this openly with pride. That the Quran says lower your gaze a little. So when Muslim professionals in their workplace observe this rule then the non-Muslim feminine gender will see Muslims observe this rule. But if Muslims don't observe the rule and they're flirting just to get ahead or to, as I say, be cool or to be with the times and you want to climb the corporate ladder through sexual innuendo then obviously you'll have the Me Too movement you'll have people claiming that this person talked to me in this way and this person touched me in this way and this person did this to me in this way because of a sexual agenda the Quran says nip, the the bud, nip it in the bud, that the disease is from the heart, that all of this pervasive behavior that human beings engage in, now obviously now you you have uh, uh, Instagram and you have YouTube and you have Whatsapp and you have all of these kind of very very filthy, vulgar. Pictures going around in the whole world. Everywhere in the world there is nothing except vulgarity. So on one side you are promoting Hollywood, Bollywood, Lollywood. and the other side you are saying women should not be harmed. Or men should not be harmed. You have opened the floodgates of sex. And you are saying that people are being abused. You don't create a problem and then say you want to solve it through this method. The Quran says, don't do it, don't do it in the first place, lower your gaze, so when you're speaking in the normal world, in your workplace, corporate America, in college America, in uh, the stores, where you engage with the opposite gender, which you have to, you go to the bank, you go to the grocery store, you go to department stores, you go everywhere, you're going to have females everywhere. So what is a prescription? In a non-Muslim environment in a, Muslim environment, in a Muslim country, the prescription is slightly different. Here, in a non-Muslim country, this value that the Qur'an brings to the table, that tell believers, men and women, that they should lower their gaze and protect and preserve their private parts. Don't walk around the earth as if you want to reel in every woman you look at. That you're not not only are you flirting, you're ogling. that you you want to have all the women in the world because you want to be cool. Having boyfriends and girlfriends, unfortunately, is becoming a norm in the Muslim community. We sit here doing offering our Salatul Juma'a, and I'm saying it's a norm in our community for young men and women to date. That's not how you do Islam, that is not Asghar, that's not pure, it's not puritan, it's not pristine. It doesn't lead to salvation number one, and it doesn't lead to a healthy community, society number two. There's no barakah in sin, if you commit a sin there's no barakah, period, other than the fact it's haram. That if we're going to give license to all of these groups in colleges and universities, that they may mix and mingle and socialize in the name of Islam. Or they want to date because they want to get to know each other, and after they get to know each other, they don't get married anyway. I mean, if, if dating was the, the answer to the marital problems, then you, was, you must look at the US statistics for divorce these people date from the age of 11, 12, who knows God knows, maybe earlier than that and what is the divorce rate? if you say it's 30% then you're conservative if you say it's 50% then you might be hitting the mark so why is every one of two marriages in the US failing if dating is the solution? stats don't lie all of you are into risk management stats don't lie so what we're saying here is that when we talk about us as Muslims in this community, in this society, we must bring out the Islamic value of life. This is how we live. The Quran says we must try to live a pure life. Now, that might be impossible or that might be some far-fetched. It might be in, in some of your minds, say, okay, this guy is crazy. He's talking about a puritan society which will never happen. We're not saying that, we say that إِنَّمَا bin <بِالنِّيَّات> Allah <laughs> says in the Qur'an and the Prophet ﷺ told us in the Sunnah that we must try our best. It's not about the results. It's about how our niyyah is, how our intention is. If we don't even have the niyyah anymore to be close to Allah and to stay away from haram in our usual practices which obviously we can go on and on I can go on ranting about all our social engagements where there's mixing and mingling and all of that stuff that happens and then you say this is a Mubarak wedding where's the Barakah if there's sin? as I just mentioned there's no Barakah if there's Haram going on this is not the formula for Barakah a Muslim Desires barakah in his or her own life. A Muslim is only going to be successful if Allah is pleased with him or her. That's our model. And the Prophet, ﷺ, through his behavior, showed the Ummah and the Sahaba, through their behavior, showed the Ummah and the Anbiya, through their behavior, showed the rest of mankind that you can be. You can be disciplined in the way you act and interact with the opposite gender and you should be disciplined but it's for us to promote that as a civilizational value to everybody we meet Hey, look at the workplace now you have rules through the HR in corporate America you have rules of engagement and you have policies in every company and every workplace that men and women should not do this and all of this and this and that. It still happens anyway. But the policy is in place, why? Because this Me Too movement is gaining so much momentum that everybody is now sick and tired of women saying oh you talk to me the wrong way so I'm going to sue you. The Quran says why start the process? You say what you want because of your business and you remove your eyes care of your eyes. It's in the eyes where the problem lies that you're always groping for attention from the opposite sex. This perversion. So whatever you do you want to be known. You don't want to be rejected by the opposite sex. I'm talking to the young man in this crowd also those who go to college and university, and those who are young in their corporate jobs. You come for Jummah, you come here to please Allah. When you go to work, you do the same thing. Sexual liberty is not something that Muslims promote, neither in principle, nor in theory, nor in aqidah, and nor in practice. We must be the ones to say this to non-Muslims, that this is our prescription for success. For all of mankind. Ummatin Lin Nas. All of mankind. تامرن الْمُنْكَرِ You're enjoying the good. This is good because it's good. And you forbid the evil. The other way is evil because it's evil. And we are here to represent the Prophet Muhammad as we represent his deen. So we take pride in the fact that we are able to introduce Islamic values in our conversations. At least start the process. You don't have to be perfect. Some of you might say, Well, I'm not perfect. You can't wait until you're perfect to deliver the message. At least in your principles and there is. You think all of these senators and congressmen, they're perfect? But they have policies and they have theories and they have an agenda and they talk the loudest. Likewise, Muslims should not shy away because they think they're not perfect. You can't wait for that moment because that moment will never come in this lifetime. it will never come and it shouldn't come because only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is perfect. So we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the tawfiq to represent the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam in our lives. Ameen ya rabbil